What's up, y'all? I'm here. <laughs> I'm back. Let's talk about Carolyn Bryant. Carolyn Bryant, for those who don't know who this old wicked witch is, um, is the white lady who falsely accused Emmett Till of sexually harassing her. If you don't know who Emmett Till is, Google search, okay? I'll go over history some other time. If if there is some other time, I, I, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I'm getting tired of doing this podcast. Uh, anyways, maybe I need to take another break or hiatus or something, but we're here now. So, Carolyn Bryant, she is still alive. Um, people saying she's sick, she's on a ventilator. Or some sort or whatever. I don't care. I I don't care. This is a woman who got away with murder. Her. um, You know, there's others that were involved in the kidnapping and murdering of Emmett Till. 14-year-old Emmett Till at the time. But what still stands is that Carolyn Bryant still lives today. Carolyn Bryant has yet, she was actually, there's actually a police warrant that was never issued for kidnapping, for her role in the murder of Emmett Till, right? There should be more added to it, but that she was, there was an arrest warrant out for her that was found and the, the police doing what they do, protecting their own, um, you know, white supremacists and all that never really issued or never sought out the, uh, went about, you know, going, going, going after Carolyn Bryant. Now, y'all ain't got to tell me y'all business or anything, but for those who've had their brush ups with the law and you've had, <laughs> you've had warrants out for your arrest. I mean, you would know that once there's a warrant out for your arrest, you, you, they're, they're, they're looking for your ass. You know, they might not be, you know, you might not think they are because they're not actively in your lifestyle. They're not following you daily, daily. They're just waiting for you to get, you know, most likely for you because you, you're, you're going to get sloppy. You're, 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 whatever you're doing to get that warrant in the first place, you're going to think that you're getting away with said activity. And then once they catch on because the cops are called or whatever, and they search your name up, boom, there it goes. You know, you don't even have to have brush ups with the law to know that. I, I was just talking to those who, 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 who can personally identify with that but as far as with her i don't know if she had many more brush-ups with the law i am certain that over the years as long as this woman has lived she purposely her her family in general but she purposely stay tried to keep it, it stay low-key you know she did end up writing a, a memoir or whatever, 
and in that book, she tried to say that the only reason she lied to uh, about Emmett Till or lied on Emmett Till was she was actually trying to protect him from being killed by someone else. Weird as fuck. You tell a lie on a dude, on a little, on a young, on a teenage, teenage boy. To protect him from a white mob that was going to attack him anyways. And that was her claim as to why she she had the dudes take him out the house. Was she was trying to get him protected. But the same people that she claimed were trying to protect him. Were the same people that beat Emmett Till to death. And those horrific images that we see of Emmett Till. He's he he's looking that way because of the actions of the quote unquote heroes of in the situation, right? The supposed heroes. But why am I talking about Carolyn Bryant? You're you're like well, you know what's this about? If you know, you know. Um, this is there. This is the Ernest Thoughts podcast. So obviously, I'm sharing my thoughts on just the sheer fact that she is not. Living out the rest of her days locked up in a prison cell. I don't care how old she is. I don't care how sick she is. So what? I'd rather have a little too late as far as her being in prison for what she did. Than her not be locked up at all. And again, this this all reeks of white privilege, white supremacy, all of that. Because had this been anybody black who did something years, way back when, uh, years ago, you know, decades ago, and it was found out that they did something, guess what they're doing to this elderly black person who is sick? Still locking them up and they're going to spend the rest of their elderly black ill days in a prison cell. In a prison that is very likely not to take care of them that's just going to throw them in some cell and say well you did the crime if you didn't want to do the time you should never did the crime but we're all supposed to be compassionate about carolyn bryant we're all supposed to be well you know she made a bad decision it was a mistake and that was ethical about carolyn bryant if that is the stance that you take then that obviously tells me how you feel about this situation. Because I know for a fact you would not give that same type of, um, you know, that, that same mentality for anybody else. Like I said, if it was a black person who did something, hell, it could be as little as drugs, weed and all that, right? And it was found and it was a warrant for their arrest and... Now they're found and all this other stuff and they get the maximum years and they're 80 something years old. And they're hooked up to a, a ventilator or, you know, one of those whatever machines. Yeah. You wouldn't have that sensitivity toward that. But you're going to try to convince me that I should have that sensitivity toward Karen and Brian. And even if you are someone that wants to have that sensitivity toward everyone else, that's you. That's how you decide to look at it. That's not how I'm going to decide to look at it. Emmett Till was murdered 
because of something this woman said. A lie. And it's a damn shame that we live in a country still that people will try to excuse liars, overlook the lie and, and just the ugliness that, that happened because of this lie. Lies are just, they're, they're not just like, oh, someone said something that wasn't true. Get over it. This is not a lie of someone lying about their age or some shit, right? Saying, like, uh, they were, they, you know, not saying that I'm uh, for this, but, like, someone lying and getting a fake ID and going into a bar and drinking, but they're really 18, and but the fake ID says 22. You know? This ain't, this ain't that type of lie. This is a lie that took the life of a teenage boy. This is a lie that changed the lives of his family members forever. And this is a lie that has gone unpunished. Out of all the things, this is a lie that has gone gone unpunished in a country that claims that if you were to tell a dead person a, a deadly lie like this and a and somebody gets hurt because of your lie you are supposed to be punished for it well then why can't why isn't Carolyn Bryant punished for it the rules and regulations to all the law-abiding citizens out there who claim to be law-abiding citizens out there if you are really a law-abiding citizen why aren't you the one saying Carolyn Bryant needs to be uh, needs to have her day with the law? She need to have her brush ups with the law. Well, there's a police warrant out for arrest, so clearly, nope. Don't give me that. There's been people who have warrants out for their arrest and never even served a day in jail. It's just the police said is saying, "I know you did some shit." And we are going to go about handling this the next time we catch you. You know, I'm no lawyer. I'm not. I'm definitely not in the law enforcement. So I don't. That's my understanding from what that is. But she didn't get punished. And, and, and even if, you know, she served a day in jail, if that was the case. You, you seriously think that was enough? You seriously think that's okay? Meanwhile, again, weed weed offenders or drug dealers or any kind are serving a lot more years? Yeah, don't give me that. Do not give me that. I'm, I'm going to be talking in circles. And that's kind of why I, I, I feel the way I feel about just the podcast in general. It's, it's like... At this point, I feel like I'm just talking in circles. But I'm going to continue on with this episode here. And, uh, yeah, we'll get into the next topic. So stay tuned. All right. So let's talk about Beyonce. <laughs> you know, it's always a great time to talk about Queen B, right? Well, she's in the news again, not just for the release of her 
uh, latest album, Renaissance. I will do a review on that, by the way. So, yeah, y'all go over to the My Two Cents podcast and, uh, you know, subscribe and all that good stuff. I know y'all hear the ad. Check that ish out. Um, and listen to that review, of course. But we're not here to do a review. This is the Earnest Thoughts podcast, obviously. No album reviews here. And I'm not going to talk about the album per se. Just the controversy of the word spaz in one of the songs uh, that is on the album. Beyonce uses the word spaz in it. Um, which was a... Now that I'm thinking about it, the only reason why I say that it was weird that Beyonce didn't take it out sooner is is because Lizzo got the same backlash months before the release of this album. And I know Beyonce is someone who is in tune with what's going on within the industry, within the entertainment world in general. So with that being said... I'm sure she and others in her camp were aware of the backlash Lizzo got for using the same word in a song that she made, right? Lizzo had to take the word out and replace it and all that other stuff, right? Beyonce eventually did the same thing, but again, months later, after Lizzo got the treatment that she got. And... That I just think that was, you know, kind of odd. Maybe, maybe at the time, Beyonce was either thinking, "I'm, I'm Beyonce. She's Lizzo. No disrespect to her, but people highly re- respect me more than her, or whatever the case is. So I can get away with saying things that Lizzo probably can't, or she probably." was thinking, "I don't want to change it. The album is done, or the album is what it is." I'm not going to change a damn thing, right? Or she, this could have been playing. Like, I know they're going to spaz out about this or get upset. And this is just going to bring more attention to not only the song that the word is being used on, but also the album in general. Those are just my theories. But ultimately, my thoughts on artists in general, Beyonce and Lizzo being the names that are attached to this, who use the word. They're not the only ones who use the word, by the way. Not the only black artists or just music artists in general who have used the word. In fact, the title that you see of this podcast is a line from a NERD song. NERD is the group that uh, Pharrell Williams uh, is a part of, or, you know, the the they're kind of like rock, hip-hop-ish type of group. Um, but if, you, if those who know, you know who N.E.R.D. is, right? But they have a song called Spaz If You Want To. And that's literally a line that is said over and over and over and over again. I'm not snitching, by the way. The song is out. <laughs> and it's for a Williams. Fuck him. But, you know, the song is out anyways. You know what I'm saying? And again, it's a song that they have. I don't. I didn't see Pharrell get backlash back in the day, but we already know times are different now. Sensitivity levels are different now compared to back in the day. This is an old song, by the way. NERD does not, at least to my knowledge, I haven't heard an NERD album in years. So with me, with, with that knowledge that I have, 
I'm saying they don't make music anymore as a group, at least. Um, so they have a song that uses the word. Other artists have a song that use the word. We're not talking about the past. We're not talking about the other artists. I understand that. We're talking about, um, or at least me, I'm going to bring up Lizzo back in this because, I mean, her backlash was literally, again, a couple months ago and still in the year of 2022, the same year that Beyonce used the word in a song for an album that she dropped in 2022. So it's all relevant. It's all relevant. Now, my take on it is to all the black artists out there, this is what happens. And I said this about the Lizzo situation too. I said it on a different platform. I didn't say here, but I'm going to say here. This is what happens when you cater to white audiences. You, 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 you're going to, if you continue to let white audiences or just, just others in general dictate how you express your art. If you let it slide once, you're going to let it slide. You're going to have to let it slide or at least be forced. I'm not going to say you have to. Somebody needs to fix their brakes. That's all I know. But you're, if you let it slide one time, you give these people an inch, they're going to, they're going to mile with it. So it's really up to the artist. To me, it's really their choice to decide if that is the type of, quote, artist they want to be. Do they want to be an artist that is only going to, uh, their, their art is going to be controlled by the, the loud minority? Now, in no way am I saying that people should not be sensitive to groups, other groups, or just have a level of sensitivity and if you hear me, I'm in the kitchen cooking right now while I'm recording this, you know, multitasking and shit. But in no way, shape or form am I saying that there should not be a level of, sen- of sensitivity for just anybody in general when when you are creating art or just in everyday conversations or if you're doing a podcast or whatever. I'm not saying that, oh, Fuck everybody's feelings. Say what you want to say. And in essence, I am kind of saying that, but I understand within saying that there is consequences. What I am saying is if you are someone like a music artist or, you know, you could be a writer like me or just if you're somebody in general that creates art and you're going to allow people to then dictate what your art the thing that you create should be it is no longer your art as in it is no longer your creation as in you are not the one making these decisions for whatever the art is you're not the one to make the decision on what their final product should be the people that you allowed to change your art they are the artists. <laughs> a very lazy one because they're not putting in the work. You're putting in the work, but it's their art now. 
And if you want to continue, like I was saying before, if you want to continue being that type of artist to where you're putting in the work, but they are the ones who are dictating what that work is, so be it. That's you. But you also have the choice to say, this is my art. I'm going to express my art or express whatever message is whatever the case is in my art, express myself the way I want to within my art. And if you have a problem with it, do not consume my art. Again, just to reiterate, because I know people are going to say this, think this, whatever. I am not saying that there should not be any level of sensitivity when it comes to creating art. There should be, or just in life in general, there should be. But I think that the evidence that piles up and you got people from the disabled community, black people from the disabled community who said, listen, there are Beyonce is not the only one guilty of this. Lizzo wasn't the only one guilty of this, you know, and I'm pretty sure someone's going to say Pharrell Williams isn't the only one guilty of it using a word or just if he was to get backlash for for using the word spaz in the song that I mentioned earlier. If you're going to hold these black artists accountable, right, then you're going to have to hold the white artists accountable for using it. Because like I said, it, it isn't just those three that I named. You know? And people can, and, and as I've stated in the past, people throw around you know, the term what about ism, although it is it is something that I agree with to an extent that people are, you know, do people do have this what about ism about them when they're trying to escape accountability. The same can be said about the term when there's people who are trying to avoid talking about uh, to trying to avoid having their hypocritical thoughts be called out. Or the hypocrisy called out in general. But all in all, I can't really say that I I feel bad for Lizzo or or Beyonce. I I love both women. I'm a fan of Beyonce's music, right? I don't listen to Lizzo's music. I'm not a fan of Beyonce, uh, Lizzo's music, but I do like her as an individual. I think she's a gorgeous woman. I like her personality. She just seems like a very nice individual in in, in, in in general. So I'm a champion that. But I'm not going to sit here because I can say all those nice things about Lizzo and say all these nice things about Beyonce and then turn around and say, oh, I feel bad for them. No, they chose to cater to the audiences that they want to cater to. You know? I a number of artists, black artists, a few of them, but few of them have made statements talking about how they make pop music or whatever the case term you want to call it because of white audiences who buy music, who purchase music. They claim that black people don't buy music, right? All that other BS. Just because there's been a few artists who actually said that doesn't mean that there aren't many artists who think that 
And I don't know what's going on in the minds of Beyonce and Lizzo and whoever else, but I'm sure that, you know, that is a thought that they have in their head when they are making their music. You know, let me make this pop sound or let me make this, you know, pop music in general. Let me go in this lane of music because of the wide white audience that there is. Well, guess what? When you have a wide white audience, you're you're prone to them doing what they do and try to control your shit. So, you know, that's my thing. You can you you can continue trying to cater to them and play by their rules. And and the minute one of them, because all it takes is one, especially if it's a white woman, or the minute one of them comes out and says something, you have to apologize. You have to rush to remove words. You have to rush to then switch up every single thing that you've spent months, maybe years doing because one person, you can do that or you can say, I'm creating the art that I want to create and those who get it, get it. And those who don't get it, don't get it. And one more time, I'm going to say this before I go. I am not saying that there should not be a level of sensitivity. I'm all for people being more aware of what they say, how they act, the words that they use in order for them not to hurt others in, in general. I think that's cool, but there's a fine line between sensitivity and just allowing yourself to be used by people and allowing yourself to be controlled by people because those people do not really care about the sensitivity level that they should should uh, exude as well or the sensitivity levels that they should act upon. It's all about control at the end of the day with a lot of these folks what they can do. And as I've stated, you give them an inch, they're going to go miles with it. I've been saying that about Lizzo. That wasn't Wood Lizzo's first rodeo, by the way, with her saying something in a song and then they got at her. And just like this last time, when it happened the first time, my mindset hasn't changed. Will Lizzo, you make music for them. You have to rush and apologize. And this goes for any group, really. Um, I remember when the whole Doja Cat situation happened, uh, you know, when she was exposed for being anti-black male. People were pulling up not only old, just tweets, footage of all that, but she used the, she had a bunch of homophobic tweets, old homophobic tweets before she became famous, right? Before she became the famous troll. She she was famous for her trolling and stuff, right? And just being obnoxious and just, you know, weird and shit. She had some homophobic tweets. She instantly apologized for all of that. And I, I've said this during my breakdown, but I'll say it again. The reason why I believe she did that is because she knows her audience is either uh, the the leading members are of the LGBT community or that's, uh, uh, you know, one of the largest base. And if she didn't apologize for the homophobic tweets that she had, 
that's a base that she is potentially losing. So there's a lot of elements that come with this whole idea of just art and artistry. And it's sad that we are, that's the times we're living in. We we have people, I'm not saying that Beyonce and Lizzo, and I don't think Doja Cat was sincere, so fuck that. But I don't know if Beyonce and Lizzo were sincere in their apologies. Um, I feel like Lizzo, her being the nice individual that she is, I believe that she was sincere in her apology. Beyonce is a toss-up, to be honest with you. But whether she was sincere or not, again, this is this is a, a yet another lesson. It's cr- kind of crazy that it happened to an artist as big as Beyonce. But again, it just goes to show, no matter how big you are, you can be at the level of a Lizzo. You can be at the level, level of a Beyonce. It just goes to show that the real people, the real, the, the, the those who have the real power, not the perceived power because of their uh, stature, they're not the ones that you see every day. They're the ones that you. I'm gonna go on. <laughs> I'm gonna stop right there. Cause that's, that's just, you know, that's, I kind of want, I do not kind of, I do want to save this clip for the My Two Cents podcast as well. Uh, But I was about to head into territory that was exclusive for this podcast. So I'm going to stop right there and I'll talk about that aspect some other time, not in the next segment, cause I already got something else planned out, but uh, I'm going to just end it here. We're going to get into a break. Stay tuned. All right, so this last topic here, a story, <laughs> um, it's probably one of the strangest, if not the strangest, just stories that I'm talking about, or at least situations that I've, I've, I think I've ever brought up on this podcast, maybe talking about more, nah, I don't think talking about more crazy stuff like this is gonna make me, uh, stay motivated, but, you know, whatever that case, we'll cross that bridge if that bridge gets crossed, I wanna talk about, um, Avery Chanel Medlock, um, for those who don't know who Avery Chanel Medlock is, uh, well, let me just read this headline. Um, transgender cheerleader removed from team after allegations of assault. So, Avery was once a student at a school in Texas, and she was on the cheer squad. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm respecting pronouns, so y'all got a problem with it, so be it. Um, but she was on the cheer squad, and by the way, she's 25 years old, probably was the oldest member on the team, I'm guessing, because from, from the videos and 
I'm gonna play video clips for y'all. Um, but obviously, you're only gonna hear the audio. You're not gonna see the actual video. But all of this stuff that I'm getting is actually on her Facebook page. Once again, that is Avery Chanel Medlock. Uh, you'll see her name in the uh, description box below. Um, only link I will leave in regards to this situation is <clears throat> um, is the New York Post article about it. I believe she did an interview with them. I'm not going to read from it. I'm taking, like I said, all the information that I'm getting is from Avery's mouth and on on her Facebook page, which which isn't private. It's open to the public. That's how I'm seeing this stuff, by the way. I don't know. I don't know Avery personally. We're not Facebook friends. We're not friends in general. That's how I know. Well, that's how I see this stuff. I don't know her. Okay. <clears throat> but I just thought this was a situation to bring up. Um, an interesting to- <laughs> topic for me to bring up. All right, this might be a lengthy one though. So sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy the drama. That's what you're into. So, like I read the title, um, she she was uh, on the chair squad for the college that she went to. I'm trying to get the name. Uh, I should I should do be like a real, I guess journalist and find the name it's a uh somebody I, I know I saw the name multiple times um either or it was a it was a school in Texas right all this is taking place in Texas Waco Texas I believe um and an altercation happened apparently an altercation happened because from what Avery was saying um, there were members on this cheer squad her cheer squad who were being transphobic and said mean things about her and apparently Avery's response to one of the girls who said something disrespectful to her was to uh, strangle her, choke her, assault her physically assault her essentially Avery is adamant in saying that that's not what she did she did not touch anybody um, and that they are lying on her and this lie and also just just, just transphobia or just and racism because she's bringing that into it of course um, as well just all these things uh, are a culmination as to why she was kicked off the team and suspended well not suspended it's expelled from the uh, university right so her last Facebook status was August 3rd um and it says, LOL, somebody please tag me in the videos, pictures, hospital reports that I choked her out, that I choked her. Oh, and the police report as well. Mugshot my name on the inmate list, calling 
Mike Jones to the stand. So she's pretty much saying, hey, you know, if if I did what I did and I got arrested for it, where's the mugshots? Where are the hospital reports? Where are the police reports? Where, where, you know, where's all the evidence that is showing that I did what y'all are accusing me of doing, right? That was one take. There's this video also of the supposed confrontation that happened um, between Avery and one of the uh, cheer girls. That's one of the videos I'm going to play for y'all. Um, so, yeah. Bear with me as I get this set up. Set it. All right. A bitch, I'll ban you as a fucking joke. As a fucking joke, bitch. Okay, no, no, no. Alright, alright, so. <laughs> that was a shortened video of I know the longer video I just saw it. What the This is the type of uh But somebody as you heard, that was Avery in the background saying, uh, bitch, I barely touched you, which it's not really, it doesn't help her case. I'm gonna put it that way. This longer video, the, the, that was a 10 second clip of the, the actual longer video, um, which I don't know why I can't, there it goes. Let me stop. It's a four minute and 14 second video. I will play the majority of it because the last few seconds was I might play all of it I ain't got shit to do right you know um but let me stop it from playing first rewind okay so the totality is a 4 minute and 14 second video as you just heard from the 10 second preview snippet (laughs) you hear Avery say bitch I barely touched you which, in my opinion, doesn't necessarily help your case when you're trying to argue that you didn't touch somebody, period. Barely touching somebody and not touching somebody are two different things. If I attempt to slap somebody, right, and they duck, um, but they say that, um, you know, and I, you know, maybe my pinky hit their head, the top of their head, or whatever the case is, but it wasn't like a full connection slap that I that I intended it to be, that's barely touching somebody. But if I am, you know, five feet away from them, or even if we're not even far away, we're just in each other's faces, but we're just having a verbal spat. But then they go to the police and say, Ernest assaulted me with his fist or whatever, but I, my, my hands were either behind my back the entire time, in my pocket, or what, they weren't, it, they didn't touch you. That's totally, that's different. You know, that's didn't touch you at all versus barely touch you. All I'm saying is saying that is to me and I'm no lawyer, of course, but saying that doesn't really necessarily help the case. But anyways, with that being said, I'll play the entire video in its entirety. Again, the audio version. Again, this is stuff that you can find on um, on her on her Facebook page. 
also the video quality as far as if you're gonna watch it i just got to give you a warning all you're gonna see is feet and legs and the floor nobody is recording anybody's faces but you can hear voices for the most part clearly so there's that Walking up to her dorm, I guess. It's Avery. I'm here to say something. Say it. Why can't I say it in person? What are you scared of? First of all, um, you need to calm down because um, who are you talking to? Okay. First of all, um, whoever's in there, Presley, Kalani, Reagan, Courtney. By the way, I'm going I'm to I'm stop a few times just because I got to chime in on stuff. Once again, I got to remind you, this is a 25-year-old talking to essentially teenagers. Yes, there is the, the, the girl who was allegedly assaulted, 17, and maybe there are 18, maybe even 19-year-olds. Nobody at least, everyone looks like a little, from football, everyone sounds like a little girl to be, to be. so they, I want to say they are still teenagers. This is college, though. This isn't high school, but 17, 18, that's teen to me, you know? Um, so I just want to remind y'all, adults in a confrontational situation, whether that be physical or verbal confrontation, it's still a confrontational situation. Adult in a confrontational situation with teenage girls. Let's continue. Okay, well, I'm just letting you know that outside of cheer, I don't fuck with y'all. So after today... Don't fuck with me. I won't fuck with you. And um, Presley, Kalani, whoever's in there, don't fuck with me after cheer. Reagan, if you're in there, don't fuck with me after cheer. We're only fucking teammates, and that's it. Because at this point, y'all are fucking taking it out of proportion. I was just joking with Carly. I've never done anything mean to Carly. I've never done anything mean to Kalani, Presley, Reagan, or anything. Reagan, um, those bitches talk shit about you saying that you're fake, saying that you only want boys. They talk about you and Micah. So, yeah, bitch, watch your back because them bitches are fake. So, um, yeah. So, if anyone has a problem, come address it to my face like an adult and stop being a little scary bitch. And let me know the... I gotta stop again just to remind y'all. Again, adult asking teenagers to be an adult and address it this situation as an adult and even if again these are by law adults because they're 18 year olds when i was 25 yeah there were people younger than me who just thought they could just talk to me anyway or whatever i'm not entertaining this shit i'm not i know they were on the same cheer team so it's kind of, I guess, kind of 
in a way if you are seeing these people but as the older adult you know what let me just continue playing the clip problem so it doesn't have anything to do with me being drunk i'm not drunk i have one twisted tea and i'm above age to drink so if you but I do want to stop there again because, again, this is where she brings up that she is above age, which gets me to believe that these girls are no older than 17 yet again. Or at least they're not not—they're not 21. They're anywhere between, you can say, 17 to 20. They're not 21. They're not, they're, she is arguing she's in this situation being a 25-year-old because obviously she can drink. But she's in this confrontation with people who aren't even legally, who can't legally drink. Look at the situation like that, or at least one aspect of the situation like that. I'm not attacking her per se for, uh, I can tell you right now, I can't tell you whose side I'm taking. I do think that the backlash that she is getting, especially on her Facebook page, the harassment and all the other shit it's fucked up but I don't think she's as innocent as she's making it seem as though that's my personal take I'll play the rest of the video want to tell a call you can tell a call you can snitch you can be a little crybaby da 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 I don't give a fuck but um Courtney you need to watch your tone because bitch this has nothing to do with you this has nothing to do with fucking Kalani Presley or any of y'all so yeah and that's all I have to say. So at the end of the day, we're just teammates. At the end of the de- at, at the end of the at, at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck, Courtney. Shut up. You're not even in this. Okay, well, bitch, come outside then. I'm not a man, bitch. If, if I'm a girl, my my license says I'm a female, bitch. Okay, and what are you gonna do about it? I pause because I want to say something now. Nope. I'm going to let it, let the last minute ride. She's being oh, fuck no. No. Uh, so what the fuck? What the fuck? Bitch, a bitch I barely as touched Carly. As a fucking Carly. joke. Mm. As a fucking joke, bitch. Well, get us into humor. Okay, yes, bitch. No one wants to hurt Carly, bitch. Bro. She has not known me for two days. The bitch was at tryouts. We tried out together. We took pictures together and everything was fine. Bro, are you kidding me? And you crossed the line. Okay, and you're scared and you want to open the door, bitch. So you're talking through the door. So at this point, you're scary. You're just bumping your guns like a little crybaby bitch. But anyways, Carly, there's talking to teenage girls like that. Sorry to upset you and make you scared and feel terrified. I would never want to do that to you. But anyways, don't fuck with me. I won't fuck with you. Have a good night. Bye. And that is the end of the clip. Boom. There goes the dynamite. So what I wanted to say when I made that pause was, again, it doesn't really help Avery's claim. Avery claims there was no physical altercation at all. From her end, nothing, none of that. 
but then you go on and you say I barely touch you but even prior to even saying that and then apologizing not saying she apologized for the physical touch but she apologized for making her making the uh whoever Carly I guess Carly is the girl who got allegedly uh touched right um you know making her feel scared and she then she then she apologized to the other girls who either felt threatened at that moment as well right but my biggest issue with this clip on Avery's end was when I mean, a lot. All of this is just not a good look. But you're 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 threatening, and I don't care what anyone says. Let's not. The people love to do this with uh, AAVVE. You know, when we say something right, and we know what the fuck it means, because I know what the fuck it means. But then, no, oh, I didn't mean it that way. It, it just means this. Why are you assuming it means? Because that's exactly what the fuck it means. She told a teenage girl to come outside, to come to her face, and blah, 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 blah. Those were threats. So for someone who is trying to make it seem as though they did not physically hurt somebody, a touch a teenage girl, they did not choke somebody, they're being falsely accused of doing something, but then turn around and then threaten to fight somebody, it's not a good look. It's not a good look. That's number one. Number two, when, yeah, they said some disrespectful things about her identity. Oh, you're a man. And the other girl, I don't know if y'all can hear it. This is, that's why I encourage you to check out the video yourself. Don't just go based off this audio because I feel like you will better hear the other voices um, in the video than, uh, you know, when you're listening to it on your own device rather than listening to me on my microphone <laughs> pick up the, the device from the video that I'm playing on my laptop or whatever um, but you hear the other girl say but you have a penis and then Avery says so what you're gonna do about it disrespectful of the girl to you know what is what is the what does the genitalia have to do with the situation? I mean, I get it. People are like, oh my God, it's so... I would still, if Avery was, you know, born a woman, or, you know, what they say, a cisgendered woman, or whatever the case is, and 25 years old, and this would still be an issue to me. If what she is being accused of is 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 true, it would still be an issue to me because again, you're an adult, and and you're an adult in this situation, and you have to be the bigger person. I, I like I said, trust me, I know. Dealing with with people younger than you who, for the most part, can actually by law get away with saying some really disrespectful shit to you. Simply because, by law, if you touch them, you're assaulting a minor. You have to be the bigger person in those situations. You just have to be. 25, 24, 23, 22, 21. Up against a 17-year-old, you have to be a bigger person. And again, I'm not saying that I don't believe Avery. 
I, I from this that video clip that was a horribly maybe it was done purposely not to get faces but once again i just don't think that i just don't think that you know the video clip per se um if they're trying to use that as evidence as well avery did assault carly or whoever he assaulted because he apologized you can apologize for your tone avery could simply just say i'm sorry if my tone scared you and not what i did to you or what you accused me scared you you know the video doesn't help anybody to be honest with you but everybody thinks that they are and i haven't checked out the facebook pages i don't really know really uh but i in, in all these comments that avery's getting could be classmates could be the people uh that you heard in this video it could be other people it could be strangers because again this is uh, open to the public page where anyone can view and comment on anything Avery post so there's that aspect of it uh, you know um, what else I wanted to play there's a snapchat audio video that Avery got this is 11 second video where again the transphobia is coming out to play uh, one of the girls is saying something uh, disrespectful about Avery. So let's put this audio up and uh, let's play. She can't decide if she got a dick or not. She might think that she's a fucking victim, but she's not. The only thing that she really knows is that she wants attention, and that's fucking embarrassing. Mm. All right. So. That's another thing I've seen people accuse Avery of, which I don't think that's also, I don't think that's too far-fetched, but if you are disrespecting somebody and expect them to stay silent about it, whether they want attention or not, the attention or not, she does anybody, but she definitely does have the right to be vocal about you know, hey, um, you're being disrespectful to me, or I don't like this disrespect, or I'm not going to continue to stay silent about the disrespect. You know, people are bringing up the fact that, um, and I say the fact because I think it, the allegations, let me put it out. <laughs> I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna try to keep my comments about her looks to to myself. But people are bringing up bringing up pictures. Let's just say unedited pictures. I'm trying to word it right. Unedited pictures of Avery, and um, say this is how how you really look like, right? Which again, that video had they recorded Avery's face. 
sure we'd be able to see what Avery looks like, right? But you don't see faces in the video that I played. That four minute and 14 second video, you don't see faces in it. So there's that. And of course, in the Snapchat chat, you don't see faces. You just hear text and audio. Oh, see text and hear audio. Um, but the, once you look, click on her page, because again, not private, you'll see what the you see a numerous pictures of Avery. But then there are people who probably know her, I guess, and they have actual like pictures of her and looks different. That's all I'm gonna say. But people are saying, well, you're lying about your looks, so you, you're likely lying about this situation. You're already being deceitful about your looks in general, so it's no surprise that you're being deceitful about this situation right here, right? And then, of course, you got people who are defending her, saying things like, you know, uh, Look at the environment that they're in. They're in a conservative town in Texas. They This is a majority conservative, racist, transphobic school. I mean, all the things that you will think about when you think about a conservative Christian area in the South. Apparently, this school is that. And uh, the town is that. So it wouldn't be surprised, surprising at all if if Avery was indeed telling the truth. If she is just being picked on because of racism, transphobia. I don't want to pick a side. Like I said, I think this is a strange story. And it's not that I don't want to pick a side because it's like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to say it's, transphobia because it's not it's or whatever it's because I really don't think anybody is as innocent as they're making it seem I'm sorry for the silence I'm actually reading this comment that I let me read it out loud for y'all. Uh, this is a comment I'm seeing for the first time. I don't know how true it is, but let me read it. <clears throat> Eastland District Attorney Brad Stevenson has obtained video footage that was taken from security cameras, not camera phones. He has issued a statement that after reviewing footage, it was immediately determined that Avery Chanel... This last name says Metlock, but her last name is Medlock, M-E-D, not M-A, not M-E-T. But anyways, I'm going to continue reading. Determined that Avery Chanel Metlock, age 25, did in fact place both of his, her hands. That's what it has on the text. I'm not being disrespectful. That's exactly, I'm reading what the text is, right? Both his, both of his slash her hands around the neck of the 17 year old minor in an effort to choke or strangle strangle the female this is not about transgender or racial discrimination stop trying to make this assault 
fit a narrative. If Miss Avery Medlock, oh, they got the last name right this time. Maybe the first time was a typo. If Miss Avery Medlock wasn't so narcissistic and truly a classy, in quotation marks, person, she would have re- reconsidered bringing male, what? <coughs> bringing male prostitutes with extensions. What's, let me, <laughs> where is this going? I told y'all this is my first time reading this statement here, so I don't know where this is going. If Miss Avery Medlock wasn't so narcissistic and truly a, quote, classy person, she would have reconsidered bringing male prostitutes with extensive felony criminal records to the dorm room where minor girls were residing just two months ago. Okay, yikes. If true, but what does I got to do with the situation at hand? I'm not going to delve into that because I don't know what that has to, that last part was clearly just a jab. The ice if true once again, but I mean, yikes. (laughs) This entire situation is weird, yo. Like it's, and I don't think think this is something like brand new. Like I don't think this is something that I've never. It's my first time talking about some strange shit like this on a podcast, or at least I believe so. But I don't think this is brand new. I think it's pitiful because, you know, I don't. I'm not saying that Avery shouldn't shouldn't have tried to live out her dreams as a cheerleader right or if that was a goal of hers because there are certain posts where she mentioned that she tried it out and then she no longer is interested and she doesn't want to you know uh, like because of the experience that's not something that she wants to continue doing right but even even when she did want to and this is not victim blaming I'm just bringing up the fact that she is an adult and yeah but there are going to be people like the New York Times which y'all can read the article if you want notice how I'm not referencing I referenced the article because it's there on her page but I didn't as in referencing what the article said or anything else I didn't read it, so I'm not going to talk about it. But I do know how the New York Times get down. I don't, I don't fuck with the New York Times, right? So this next comment is on the New York Times character, not on the character of. Well, it's about the New York Times character, not the character of Avery Chanel Medlock. But knowing how the New York Times get down, they oh the New York Post. Not time. But I don't fuck with the times either. I don't fuck with the post or the times. It's a post. Article. But I don't fuck with neither of them. I know how both of them get down. They pretty much get down the same way. The New York Times tries to be quote unquote classy about it though. Um, anyways. 
how the New York Post get down is, um, you know, just neoliberal nonsense. That's what it is. Not trying to sound like some conservative douchebag, but of course, if they hear a story about a black trans person, um, possibly, you know, not even possibly, there is a lot of transphobia that she is dealing with um, here. You can attack every Chanel Medlock without bringing up the fact that she still has male genitalia. That she, you can you can attack, not attack, but you can talk about what she did without attacking her looks, right? You can talk about what she did without reminding her that maybe she is photoshopping the fuck out of her photos, right? What does any of all of that have to do with the situation at hand? The situation at hand is they're accusing this woman of strangling, uh, uh, physically assaulting a minor, a 17-year-old, right? Talk about that. Talk about, you know, how her temper is for a 25-year-old or just her temper in general is not what it should be, uh, how she mishandled that situation as an adult, talk about these things, right, don't talk about all the other stuff, it's really, it's baseless, it's pointless, um, and again, it doesn't help the fact that you're claiming this has zero to do with her gender identification, but then all the comments, or the majority of the comments, or even the snide comments, there is at least one mention of her gender identification, but you're claiming that's not the case, again, just like how she is, Avery is claiming I barely touched her or she didn't touch her at all but then saying I barely touched her but then threatening people to to, to step outside of their dorm rooms and, and, and meet with her face to face and fight and all that stuff and from one of the, mo- the moments in the video it sounded like she tried to barge into somebody's room right all these things I'm not transphobic. I'm not racist. I'm not a violent person yet. That's why I say everybody seems like, like I'm not taking a side because the thing that everybody seems as though is accusing the, of the other party of being or doing, and they're trying to deny, say I'm not that, are doing a very bad job in my opinion, of course are not doing the best of job at denying these allegations. You know? Again, I played y'all the transgendered clips, right? Uh, not the trend, the, the uh, anti-trans woman clips, right? And I, as I am talking to y'all, I am, all I'm reading are transphobic comments. There's a lot more transphobia on here than it is of Avery saying I didn't do it I didn't do it that's the crazy thing for those who are claiming this isn't about transphobia but they're all on her page with the transphobia people sharing memes transphobic memes gifts again pictures of her that are not edited 
to not not to say oh this is what she looks like she's a gorgeous woman but to say oh look at this man this is what she really looks like you know shit like that they're not so it's they're commenting on the edited post as well and then of course there's the videos um or the video that I that I shared and then the audio clip and all that other stuff again you can see this stuff for yourself the page to my knowledge or as I, as I'm recording this right now it's still public open to the public if you have a Facebook page just type in in your little search you know what to do Avery Chanel Medlock it's the person with the blonde hair, wig, black person, tattoos, and I mean, hard to miss, (laughs) I ain't gonna lie, hard to miss, so, that's my thoughts on that, strange situation right here, um, like I said, but I'm not gonna take a side, because, I'm not gonna be like, oh, I'm Team Avery, and then later finds out that she was just lying, and just, you know, is playing victim and you know what everyone said about her trying to be deceptive and uh being attention poor and all that stuff ends up being right i also don't want to just assume that she's lying because then if it comes out this is yet another situation where uh people were bullying a transgendered person but then when a transgender person retaliated back now they want to make it seem as though that they are the the uh, the aggressor, right? Especially when it comes to a black trans person. And again, even if the comments before the alleged strangling happened were transphobic, that doesn't excuse the grown woman's actions. It's highly disrespectful for what they said but again you have to be the bigger person you have to be the more mature individual and this is something that Avery again not not victim blaming y'all can take it however you want to take it but this is something Avery should have known you know 25 is elderly years in college and college years like so you should have known that if you're going to be on this cheer squad you're going to be on this squad with Young girls, girls that are as young as 17, and probably the second oldest is 18, but the point is, you're going to be on the squad with young girls, girls that are younger than you, you have to be mentally be able, and in her being a transgendered individual, she has to be able to mentally be prepared for that situation especially if you're in Waco, Texas or anywhere in Texas for that matter if you're being honest, maybe again, not victim blaming not saying that, you know she she brought this on herself I think a lot of the comments she's gotten over a thousand, maybe thousands but her posts get a lot of comments now. And a lot of that is people being transphobic. 
people accusing her of being deceptive because of how she looks with and without edits. I, I, I guess that's out of all the non-relatable or non-relative arguments, one can say that is probably the most relative to all the non-relative comments out of all the non-relative comments that people are saying. But again, I want the focus to be more so on the situation at hand. What happened? Who's at fault? Are these girls lying? Is, is, is Avery Chanel lying? Did somebody actually get choked? Are they just picking on this individual because they're transphobic? knows only they know of course but you know am I going to follow this story much to to try to find out the truth no I'm not to be honest with y'all if y'all wanted me to let me know but if 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 no one lets me know which you're not going to let me know I'm not going to follow this story I'm just not if I hear something an update about it and I feel like discussing it I will do so but I'm not going to follow to find out. I just wanted to talk about it because when I first read up on it, I was like, this is weird. This is strange. And this would be a weird, strange third and final topic for the Earnest Thoughts podcast. This, therefore, there it goes. And that's that. That's the end of this episode. Stay black if you are black. Stay beautiful. Black Lives Matter. LGBTQIA plus lives matter. Black trans women matter. Black trans men matter. Black women matter. Black men matter. Black children matter. And I'm out. All that good stuff. Check the links in the description box below. Yada, yada, yada. All that shit. (laughs) Alright. Bye.